guys, welcome back to the Colorful Plates podcast, your weekly source for what's happening in the produce and food service worlds. This week's podcast features my chat with Gabe Ramiro, Director of Food Service at Man Packing. Man graced the marketplace with some awesome new products in 2019, such as the Man Nourish Bowls. I asked Gabe what Man is promoting in the new year and how transition has gone for them. But first, as always, you know we're going to cover our market reports. We're starting out with strawberries, whose demand has been skyrocketing due to the Valentine's Day push. But poor growing conditions in major berry growing regions of SoCal and Mexico have definitely reduced harvest and impacted quality, not only with strawberries, but with blackberries and raspberries too. These growing areas have been hit with cold temps and or heavy rains. This is also causing softness and shelf life issues due to water damage. Expect prices to remain high for the next few days at least. For a berry option, look to blueberries for now. Things are looking up for cruciferous veggies. Broccoli continues to decrease in price as better yields and more supplies are in the pipeline. Brussels sprouts continue to be higher in price, but warmer weather is arriving this week, which should help with supplies and quality. Cauliflower is finally seeing increased supplies and better quality, decreasing the price. Warmer weather in Yuma has significantly affected supply, for the better. Lastly, kale is seeing the same trend as the others. Warmer weather has spurred growth and quality is improving. Overall, these markets are seeing the same trends. Warmer weather driving better supply and quality. Celery production is coming out of the Oxnard Santa Maria growing areas and supplies are clearly exceeding demand. Quality is very strong and has been since December. Now is a great time to snag some celery and start up that celery juicing. Lastly, pineapple supplies are tight out of Costa Rica and is tight industry-wide. Mexico seems to be experiencing the same issue. Expect supplies to remain tight through February. Demand has definitely been strong for Valentine's Day, but fruit is looking great, so if you can get your hands on some, it's going to be good. That's all for Market Reports this week. Be sure to tune in next week for an update on a multitude of commodities. Now to move into this week's interview with Man Packing's Director of Food Service, Gabe Ramiro. Gabe and I talked all about what's new for man and what they're pushing in 2020. Let's hear what he had to say. All right, so it's been a while since we last spoke, Gabe, and you're now at Man Packing working as the Director of Food Service. Can you tell us a little bit about what your role entails there? Well, there is quite a bit that entails in that role. Obviously, part of the grower relations and dealing with the growing operations on a day-to-day basis, as well as some of the marketing side of it, doing our field reports and dealing with our marketing as far as sell sheets, POS material, and making sure everybody has our information as far as products are concerned. Um, as well as dealing with internal sales on a day-to-day basis, making sure service levels are up, making sure that they have all the tools that they need when it comes to contracts, when it comes to things that are in the system, so that the day-to-day stuff, it moves well as well. Um, as well as you know, attending shows and visiting customer visits and, and getting out and, and sourcing and looking at those kind of things, as well as um, some of the stuff that we do with contracts. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a new piece that's brought to my, you know, my knowledge. I, I wasn't doing that before. So contract piece is really interesting. As with far your as customers? Concerned. Yes, with all customers. Correct. What's kind of the percentage when it comes to your customers? Is it like 50-50 food service retail? or? So right now, our current business model is probably more of a 60% food service, 40% retail. Okay. And that's it, it. It varies from time to time as it switches more towards as it gets closer to 50 50 when it just depends on the type of contracts we set up with retail and food service. So I know you guys recently, you know, kind of came out with Kalalini and 
that was kind of big this past year. Is that available in retail? Because I haven't seen it. And I yes, want it. <laughs> I bet I you want do. it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the demand is is off the charts for that kind of stuff, but it is in retail. And uh, Rayleigh's Knob Hill should have it in, in their system, at least locally. But yeah, we've we started packing a six ten ounce product that's across the nation, and it's. It's flavorful. It's it's got a it's got a punch. It's it's sweet. It's tender. It's similar to broccolini. So it's good stuff. I like it. Um, so I know that man transitioned south for the winter. How has transition treated you guys this year? And has there been any shortages or issues? I know personally, people that grow cauliflower, and there has been some issues with weather down there. <laughs> As you know, December was kind of a wet month, even the late end of November, which kind of did a lot of damage when it came to the first part of the transition into Yuma. We're just coming off that now. January was a difficult month, obviously, with mm-hmm. the rain and the cold weather that you have. The plants don't grow normal, right? It's basically the cultural practices are not there, the weeding, the fertilizing, things of that nature. So the markets have been really, really elevated, and that's basically due because supplies weren't there. And as the industry, we go and we try to reach to make you know to have make sure customers get their product. Well, in turn, the market drives and goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And what um, what things are you guys growing down there in the south? So right now we grow broad. Broccoli, we do a cauliflower, lettuce, leaf, which is green leaf, red leaf, romaine, butter. We grow all of our Arcadians, uh, which is, you know, from all of our five different varieties that go into their Arcadian blend. We're doing green leaf fillets, romaine fillets. Uh, celery right now, we transfer it out of Oxnard. We don't grow okay. celery in Yuma, so that comes over uh, on transfer trucks to load with your orders in okay. Yuma. Why, does celery, why do you not grow celery in Yuma? Um, our program has been with... Deardorff Jackson, they basically are a grower in Oxnard for the the winter months. Mm-hmm. And that's just a deal that we've had set up for such a long period of time. The relationship is there and the growing. They know how to grow celery. We don't necessarily want to get involved in, in that operation, at least in Oxnard as well as Yuma. Yeah. And then we do grow celery here in Salinas, though, when it is available typically in June all the way through November. Right. And Steve Cagle, our road crop sourcing specialist here, he told me about honey gems. Tell me a little bit about the honey gem and what that is. Yeah, so honey gem's kind of a neat little smaller variety gem lettuce that when you cut it in half, it's solid, it's thick, uh, the tender leaves are there. It's got some different colorations from the heart. It's yellow to a light green to a full dark green. So it's it's a pretty, it's it's for basically some salads or any type of operation, wraps or anything that you want to use for it as well. So it's it's been a challenge growing down there because of the weather, because mm-hmm. it's such a small solidified little head right we've had some challenges in growing but right now we're back to normal production how has the cold temperatures affected the quality of lettuce i know that when i've had i was talking to steve about this and when i've had lettuce in the back of my fridge and it freezes it's disgusting and so how has that affected you know quality for you guys so basically we're coming out of that quality well what happens basically in the winter months is you have freezing cold temps which provides blister and epidermal peel. So Mm -hmm. basically it's like a blister on the plant that pops. That pop turns to brown as it transfers across the country to your customers and as it gives in into refrigeration, the further along the process, the darker the brown comes. So that type of stuff. And then the outer discoloration, as well as the outer leaves have to be trimmed back. Therefore, you have lightweights, markets mm-hmm. are elevated and things of that nature with romaine, romaine hearts and lettuce and all of the leafy it varieties. causes all the good issues you love dealing with. Oh, yeah. And that's why we have markets, right? <laughs> I mean, Mother Nature loves to play with us. Oh, yeah, she does. 
Um, are you guys currently growing in the Salinas Valley at all? And when are you guys going to start heading back this way? If so not? currently we do do a year-round program with broccolini here as well as cololini. So those two crops stay here year-round. We do facilitate some broccolini out of Mexico to supplement kind of maybe about a 30% supply that goes straight into Yuma into our priority cooling where we load. Cool. As well as some of the cauliflower and broccoli, it just depends right now. We're going broccoli out of Yuma and Holtville right now, so mm-hmm. it's not in the Salinas Valley, but we are packing some cauliflower up here. How how does a tender crop like broccolini and cauliflower stand up against the colder temps in the valley here compared to them just growing down in Yuma? So we haven't done any trials as far as cauliflower down in Yuma yet because right. we have done some to a certain degree, but it's the varieties that we're using currently right now are not growing in the heat they won't they won't like it so mm-hmm. colony loves the cold it does take a little bit longer to develop as far as the growing days the growing cycle obviously the shorter daytime and longer nighttime basically you have to make sure that we stagger fields and do that mm-hmm. broccolini on the other hand in the summer months the, the stem gets thicker uh because of the so longer good. days and it's super super good and right now the bunches are anywhere from you know 16 to 18 so the the, the stems are a little bit smaller than the winter time mm-hmm. so it, do, it does survive um it, the frost tends to slow growth down but we're planted enough and the way we're doing our cultural practices with broccolini and cauliflower it allows us to have a supply so it's cauliflower tell me is that like a special variety or did it stem from cauliflower as like the mother plant or how is this correct so how did this, it, it, it how is this an, come about <laughs> it is an asian cauliflower and it took us a while to develop that over the course of the year rick harris uh, he's the pioneer of it he basically brought it in and had 12 different varieties that he planted in salinas mm-hmm. and and found that one particular one was able to grow year-round and and flourish so it's it, hit it, the jackpot yep yep so it's just it's an open-faced cauliflower it's it's grown in the sun it's not the typical cauliflower you see is white it's not white it's rose color it's got a tinge of yellow to it and that's because it's open-faced to the sun it's not closed up like the original cauliflower they the leaves tend they either ban uh, they use rubber bands to hold basically them hold them together to as you know your your significant other grows plenty of that product right <laughs> He grows lots of cauliflower, lots and lots. It's kind of crazy how much um, vegetation comes with cauliflower versus cauliflower, where it's just like, hey, I'm here, hanging in the field. Right. So what is man focusing on for 2020? I know 2019, 2018 saw the... The man nourishable like really hit the market hard so what are you guys looking looking forward to promoting in 2020 so 2020 we're looking to get back on service level i think for the most part for us i think it's servicing customers and building that relationship back up because we've had some difficult times mm-hmm. and i think for us for the most part is sticking to our core items our arcadian our colony our broccolini if you know at least for the first six months to make sure that things are going well with customers and they're happy with us as far as our service levels levels are concerned New Food product. service and retail. That is correct on both okay. sides. And as far as innovation and innovative products on the retail side, they've come out with a, it's called Veggie Sides. They are a, a basically a butter puck with either a, a butternut squash. Um, there is also sweet potato and mm-hmm. there's one other, I apologize. I don't know which one that one is. Um, but those are kind of our new side for as far as the retail side of it. Mm-hmm. On the food service side, we're looking at, you know, the trends, the food trends have been leaning towards kind of a plant-based material. And I think we're seeing a lot of that, just a healthy version of a salad or a healthy version of a side that they're looking to make sure to, to, to pop on the menu as well as pop on the plate. Mm-hmm. And everyone's in, you know, been focused on such 
the the trend away from i mean there's so many diet trends out there it's it's crazy yeah there you've had keto whole 30 you've had all these trends but then i know like cauliflower and having like carbs supplemented type yeah it's um, pretty interesting huge yeah cauliflower is still kale still there um, you still have the typical trends, you know, Colleen, he's still there. And I mean, I mean, you look at diet. I mean, the the worst thing, what are the first three letters of diet? Die. That's it. Makes right me want to. Right? Die. And I think the more, <laughs> uh, I think the more fo- the focus that we put, you know, at least within our industry of healthy eating and healthy choices versus a diet, I think it'll go a longer way. Gabe, I agree wholeheartedly with you regarding making consistent healthy choices. And a huge part of that is definitely veggie intake. Speaking of veggies, if you haven't tried Colalini yet, definitely try to get your hands on some. If you like broccolini, I can almost guarantee that you will love Colalini. Be sure to look for new products from Man to hit a grocery store near you. Or for those of you in food service, be sure to reach out to Man for all your Colalini and veggie needs. A big thank you to Gabe for coming by to chat. It's always good to see you, and we are proud to work with Man Packing. That's all for this week, guys. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and follow along on social media for recipe inspo and more. Have a great rest of your week, and as always, stay fresh.